cliffcentral.com. People seem to think that business is all about profit. And as future CEOs, we think it's a little bit more than that. As you've just seen, we visited Sun City 450, where we try to draw parallels between cross-country motorsport racing and business. What Luby isn't telling you is that, well, actually, in cross-country motorsport, it's incredibly difficult to finish, let alone finish first, and win. And we wanted to bring that out in the conversation, which we did with some incredible leaders. We hope you enjoy this conversation. Luby, you're looking fantastic in all of your racing memorabilia. It's good to be with you here. It's so good to be back. Future CEOs out of studio for a change right here at Sun City 450. And once again, but not this time, my partner in crime, Terrace March, has buddied up with two other fantastic um, people that entrepreneurs really have to listen to. Well, of course, before we go anywhere, we must tell everyone what the show is about. Correct. So, I mean, if you can say, yes, I'm a future CEO, well, what does that mean? You're in a... You're in a an office that you want to um, leave and occupy a bigger office, well, then you're a future CEO. Yes. Of course, if you are a young entrepreneur who's trying to grow their business, you're a future CEO. Um, and so this, is, this show is for you. And we've got some fantastic guests here um, to our left who have had a bit of an adventure. Should, um, we, should, we, should we get them to introduce themselves and then find out about the adventure? I think let's start off um, and it'll be fitting with the CEO of Redline Motorsports. Terence Marsh, how are you, Terence? All is good, Slips. All is good. You missed me today. I missed you. I missed you. How was um, the racing? Yeah, it was hot. Eh? It was a hot day in the northwest, but uh, a good day. You know, you've been in the office before. It's a very small office environment, but it is an open plan office environment. Yeah. Uh, I was blessed to share it with two different people over the last two days. Yes. And uh, yeah, it was just one one big adventure, as uh, as you're well aware. I'm so glad you're with us on Future CEOs. Blessed really much in the seat of the navigators, guys. Hi, yes. welcome to Future CEOs. Let's start with you, Justin. Please introduce yourself to our Future CEO community. So, yeah, Justin Hume. I'm the uh, director for marketing at Samsung Electronics in South Africa. So um, this was completely out of out of my <laughs> brand new experience. Yeah. <laughs> brand new. Uh, we love it. So, um, you know, the only thing I think we had in common is that we have open plan offices. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to link it up, but. Uh, what a day. What a rush. And uh, the Terrence and the Red Line team, it, it was spectacular. spectacular. We'll talk more about that experience later. Calvin, welcome to the show. I think one of the, the Red Line guys said it best. You know, you, they've asked someone that writes and drives to read and navigate. Yes. Completely turned my world upside down, but it's been one amazing experience. No, never mind uh, turning your world upside down. You've also had your marbles shaken around quite a lot. That, that's Ab what I hear happens in these, in these cars, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's been complete, uh, a fish out of water experience because there's so much trust involved. I, mean, I consider myself an okay driver, but when you get someone like Ted who's on a different level, sure. yeah. and you've just got to trust in, in their abilities. And it worked out, definitely worked out. I think we're happy with the result. Well, to place a third, the podium position, I think it worked out pretty well. But today, what's our show about? So what we are doing here is we're trying to find the parallels between racing, sitting in, in that car, hurtling at 200 k's an hour and business and there are definitely parallels that we can find before we go into the parallels Terence let's just quickly talk about red line motorsport so you've been around for a long time doing this uh, this is not your first second or tenth rodeo this is well into your career where does red line come into that career though because you started with racing before that of course yeah, I think it's an interesting one. The journey, uh, the journey is one more business oriented. So we really have a business called Redline Media, okay. which is a media business and, and something we've been involved in for years. 
motorsport has always just been a passion. Mm. And uh, a couple of years ago, I decided to turn a passion into a business. Um, and we, nice, we really yeah. officiated, if you want, Redline Motorsport. So uh, we manufacture cars for Dakar. Um, we compete in the national championship. We, we move around the world servicing uh, the cars that we sell. Uh, we sell parts for those particular cars. We provide technical services. We look after the guys in the Dakar. We were at the Silk Way Rally in Russia uh, this year. We go to China next week. We've been to Saudi Arabia. I think Fantastic. Different countries this year. Yeah, I th I'm. Uh, if ever there was a business. Ex exactly. So that's your background then. There's a, a really a diversity here. So let's play with that diversity and let's start talking parallels. I think the first thing that happens in a car like this is you you must feel some power. The acceleration, is that accurate? What, what do you guys first feel when you're in this car? And let's draw a parallel between that and some business. Uh, there's definitely a lot of sensation. Uh, not necessarily something you're used to, especially if you're you know, in, a, in a desk-bound job. But sure. uh, I've had a lot more time than Justin to think about this since I was in I had my stint yesterday. And I think the, the biggest parallel is almost an antithesis of micromanaging. You, know, wow. you understand the concept of micromanaging. This is a total opposite. Mm. This is the best team environment you can imagine. This is a case of everyone has a part to play. No one's trying to be more important than the other person. Wow. At the same time, no one can do the job without the other one's trust. So, you know, Terence is a hell of a driver, but even, I mean, amateur as I am, if I've given him the wrong instructions, we're going to end up on our roof. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same thing with him. He, you know, he's left to do his job and trust me in doing mine and the other way around as well. So it's not a case of him trying to Know, give me instruction it's with all his experience and wealth of, of experience relying on someone that's quite new to it based around you know aptitude and, and skills yeah even if it was Linden in the afternoon it was it was there and we picked it up and I think we made it work no fantastic Justin I'm assuming your experience is similar oh, very similar I think um, trust is the number one thing that comes out of it in, in that regard but um, something that Terence and I were chatting about on the way back was this this notion of, of focus right you know we had a goal we had corner after corner setting the car for each phase and that and um, I think particularly in the business world today there's, there's so much to distract us so much to going on and we, mm, we're trying to multitask in, in, and so we end up doing maybe 10% um, of, of 100 things as opposed to just really nailing it and doing it well I like so that, yeah. and I think it comes down to part of the discussion around around discipline and preparation and you know Terence just throw us into the car today and say, hey, let's, let's go drive. You know? Yeah, yeah. It was about... Thank heavens, I guess. Eh? Go, go do it. And, and talking about micromanagement, it wasn't... Uh, you know, he gave you the basics and then said, okay, but now that's your job. Now you go figure this out and, and make it work. So uh, I, th I think we shared that um, the pressure over the week leading into this started to build, you know, um, in the sense of, hang on a second, it's, uh, you know, I can do this to, ooh, you know, it's mm. kind of up to me and how this plays out. Now, I just want to go to Terence very quickly because you've got all this experience, then you've got these novice or potentially maybe rookie co-pilots, navigators next to you. I mean, there's still an interesting trust dynamic that happens in that situation. Yeah, I think the interesting thing that we've learned over the last three years with this celebrity and corporate program is that we train, we train the guys. So as long as we train and prepare them properly, uh, Good point. You know, as I like this said, point. Once I did the, the training and the preparation with them, they knew what they needed to do. So at the end of the day, if they arrived on the day and they did what they needed to do, we would be fine. Mm. You know? So uh, you've got to get a point where you empower people. So yes. uh, we've given them everything they need to do the job. We've empowered them. I like it. Too. And then on that particular on the particular day, they've got to, as Justin says, you've got to man up and say, "But you know." Mm. For me, I, you know, I must add that it's uh, I, I commend these guys more than anything else because 
Well, you know, to go and sit in a, in a racing car in, a, in, in, a, in an environment that we're in, and you're doing 160 kilometers in the bush, and you're in an environment you've never been before. It's a, it's a massive set that's required to make that decision. Take yourself right out of your comfort zone. And for all the sports people that we've dealt with and, and, and the corporates themselves, that's what differentiates them. Mm. They take themselves out of their comfort zones. They're prepared to take on challenges like this. You know, otherwise, they just stay in the norm. And, and for me, I commend them because that's, that's braver than anything I did. Hubie, listen to all these gems. They're, they're, they're coming out. It. I hope everyone's listening and writing I, down. I tell you the lessons we learn from cross-country motocross racing. Um, next parallel, and I, I like this one, mechanical failure, punctures, um, going through uh, into another car at some so, point. So hold on, are you talking from trees? experience? <laughs> experience, yes, because you've been in the happen. car. Let's try and put that into a parallel of business. So mechanical failure, you either end up finishing the race or not finishing the race. You either get your act together and correct that puncture and continue the race, or you let that make you not finish the race. Let's try and put mechanical failures in a race that you did today into a business concept. Let's look at you, Justin. I know you're in the tech space, but let's try and put that together. So I think, um, yeah, fortunately today we, we had a very reliable car, uh, well, almost right till the end, and, and uh, you know, it goes from there. But, it, but again, something we were discussing is that, and I think it's in business, is that you simply don't know all the variables. You don't know all yes. the factors nice, that are coming nice at you. Um, and it's that notion of play the cards you've been dealt because that's what's in front of you and, and go with that. And, um, you know, it, it's, um, there's this adage that I've, has really caught me of late, which is kind of going, done is better than perfect. And so often we want to get so prepared, have all the variables there and what have you. Just got to do it. Done is better than perfect. I like that. Go get it. Really, really nice. So going from this idea of done is better than perfect, uh, Calvin, in your career, you must have had a couple of instances where you try to get it perfect, but um, that means you didn't get done. Anything coming to you off the top of your head, maybe? The nature of my job is basically trying to maximize results out of a bunch of variables, which is what today was. So sometimes it's organizing cars, photo shoots, whatever, and you've got this impression of, of the best case scenario, and you don't always, you know, get everything falls into place necessarily. Mm. So you kind of take what you've got at the end of the day and do your best with that, and that's that's worked well for me. Um, they say you know luck is preparation meeting opportunity. Yeah, that's very nice. The environment we've been playing in for the for the whole weekend. Uh, I I was shown how to you know take the tires off and you know whole yeah. job, but up inside I was praying like this is about happen. <laughs> and we got lucky in that neither of us had to do that, but we were prepared for it. Yeah. Just like we were prepared for a GPS failure or you know what happens in the interplay between the book and the GPS and Odos and everything else. So we were yes. prepared. Whether or not we, we needed to use those skills, we, we went in there with the tools we needed. Mm, very, very nice. Terence, you were saying uh, the, the race just goes on no matter what. A, a few thoughts on that? Yeah, I think in, in, in business, and I, I was sharing it with, uh, with Justin and Calvin, you know, if I sit in my CEO's uh, chair during the course of the week, it's no different than my racing chair. Mm. You know, you, uh, there's a start, whether it's the start of the day or the start of the week, and things are going to happen around you and there are variables, but you've got to keep moving, you've got to keep going. And in the racing cars, that is, uh, there's going to be mistakes along the way. You don't have time to think about mistakes. You have to cover ground, and if you sure. don't, someone else is going to cover ground. Sure. So we have competitors in racing, you have competitors in business. So it's about making decisions, it's about moving on, it's about covering ground. No, no, I like uh, it. That's very much the parallels for me. You know, I think uh, my, mm. my, uh, my, my seat during the week is not a hell of a lot different. I should be buckling into both. 
I like the way you put that, buckling, buckling into both, which really speaks to how, how fast they must be going. Yep. A, a, a business to watch. Uh, let's talk about uh, the technology of racing. I think that the sport, Terence, is moving at such a, such a fast pace. Globalization of the sport. I think it being a 21st century love for a lot of people, introducing it into different spaces. Um, GPSs, um, different technology, just upping their game just to keep track of what's going on in the motocross industry. What do you think in your space, the tech guy, Samsung, the racing of technology, technology racing, I actually love how it's actually a simile in in the same sense. What is that in your space? What does that mean in business? Well, firstly, just bring it back one second. We've... um our worlds actually did meet in, in this uh, event itself. So smartphones, right? Everybody's got one. We all want it there. There's a fantastic app called Rally Safe uh, out there, which is great. Interesting. Yeah. My wife, my friends, you know, they could. They went there. They couldn't follow all um, 400 kilometers of the event and that, but they they sat the track. They were like, you know, hmm, look how much time they're making. Look who's catching them. Here's what's going on. So, I think technology has an opportunity to bring something that, hmm, you know, sport that. Um, yeah, at speed, you're racing out there in the bush um, to, to everybody, effectively. Uh, that's just one part about it. And I think we had a, uh, you know, a lot of fun uh, tracking ourselves and whatever you through the day on that side there. But, but Sydney, um, you know, in terms of talking about it, is that there's competitors. Competitors drive you. Competitors push you. But you've got to have your own strategy. And you've got yep. to go in there with that strategy. You can't always be responsive. You've got to be aware. And I think, you know, if, if we looked at that, our strategy, if we were simply responsive, would have been to go faster. As opposed to say, well, how do we, we had our strategy of car management, of, of how that needs to play out and the consistency of that. And you stick to that and then you, and then you go for it. So the other one, uh, you know, seeing that we're throwing away some uh, like little uh, metaphors and what have you is, you know, you also look at it and you say, well, if there's a competitor in front of me yes. and uh, there's the wall, there's the tree, there's whatever, what do I focus on? I don't focus on the competitor. I focus on the gap. Sure. And uh, we were looking for those opportunities. And I think that's what, uh, what business does well. as well. Well, you know, if I, if I jump in there quickly, a very, very interesting stat over the course of the weekend. So we, we, we had 127 kilometers to do on, on a loop on Friday with Kelvin. 127 kilometers to do with Justin. That same loop on Saturday. Um, same car, similar conditions. Um, both trained the same way. Both, both, the, both of the guys finished in the exact same minutes. Oh, so wow. one hour and 39 minutes Jeez, with a couple guys. of seconds to do 127 Ks. Mm. The execution of 130, 127 kilometers it was, was exactly the same to get in the same minute. Mm. That, that is, is very, incredible. That is very impressive, very impressive. That is incredible. I, I, want, I want us to just uh, look at technology from another perspective, if I can, for a moment. Because yeah. although technology comes, comes into a picture, the fundamentals stay the same. And that really happens in a business environment as well. Yes, no... Kevin, you're nodding, so I, I like the fact that you'd agree with me. It's, it's again, it's, um, it's adaptability again, and you know, technologies, I mean, print media, and you're not going to be able to stay there uh, mm. comfortably with the world and your readership moving online, sure. so there's all, there's all new world out there online, so it's mm. your, your videos, your social media, your internet sites, and so on, and if you're going to be, if you're going to have your head in the sand and just trust in what's gone before, you, you're not going to get anywhere. Mm. Um, got to be dynamic you've got to you've got to see what everyone else is doing and you know take the take the necessity uh, make the necessary adjustments in order to be competitive embrace the change yeah absolutely embrace the change i think, I think. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All right, you no, know, we're running out of time. I'm always the guy that has to call time, unfortunately. Maybe that makes me a navigator, or what does that make me? Um, gentlemen, let's just go around the, the paddock, the, the pit area. Pit. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. Um, and just, just give, us a, give us a gem, a gem for our future CEOs community. They're listening, they're eager, they're hungry. Uh, Terence, you want to start? Yeah, I think for me it's very simple. Uh, from a racing perspective, racing for me, the parallel with life is things change all the time. Sure. And you have to adapt. Yeah. You cannot adapt, you won't survive. It's that simple. It teaches us because the conditions around us are changing all the time. Whether they're mechanical, whether it's the terrain that we're in, whether it's the weather conditions, it's forever changing. Mm. And the sooner you learn to adapt, the better chance you have. It's that simple. Very, very nice. Justin? I think it's picking up on that. So, so don't beat yourself up over failure. You're going to be nice. making a wrong call. You're going to be making something wrong. But adapt back to it, get back on course, you know, uh, know what your purpose and your direction is that you're heading in and, and stay true to that. Fantastic. No, thank you. Finally, Calvin. Yeah, I reckon good preparation is just as important as a good plan. Mm. And we all Very go nice. there with yeah. something in mind, but conditions change and you've done your homework, you should be able to adapt, you should be able to perform. Make sure your wheels are on the car. I think that's what I'm hearing. hearing <laughs> okay, you, you have to give us a gem to end off. Well, I know that the bug bit me hard. I don't know about our editor-in-chief of Top Car. Calvin Fisher, and Samsung Marketing Director, Justin Hume. I hope you guys will be back, because I definitely will. And thank you so much to friend, partner, mentor, and renegade, CEO of Redlined Motorsports, Terrence March. All right, so let me, let me end off then by simply saying, guys, if you're listening, if you're watching, keep your hands on the wheel, <laughs> right? That's where we'll end off. Clubby, what did you think of that? I loved it, Gareth. I loved it. So did I. And we hope that you did as well. If you would like to have similar content to this, please go to futureceos.com. That's future-ceos.com where you'll be able to download our weekly podcasts and similar content. Future CEOs where we catalyze, amplify, advocate entrepreneurship. We'll see you next week. Bye. Cliffcentral.com.